Welcome to the Amanda Rollard Show, where we work together to support abundant living in all areas of your life, body, mind, family, finances, and community. Come join us and get your salt back. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for tuning in today and thank you for joining me. This journey is our journey together. Quick question. Have you ever taken a bite of something that needed some salt? That taste is awful, isn't it? Or have you ever been somewhere where you didn't have salt to add to it? Did you find yourself kind of feeling like you were eating a piece of cardboard? Or did you find yourself not even wanting to finish what it was that you were so excited about eating in the first place because you just couldn't tolerate the taste anymore? Well, that is what I mean when I talk about a life filled with salt. We want to be infused with salt and ignited together for an abundant life and be able to share that flavor with others around us and challenge others to get their salt back too. Because without it, we are of no use to ourselves or the others around us. We're often negative sometimes, and those vibrations just create more of the same negativity and just make for a bland life around us. So what about recognizing when we're out of balance in our life? How do we get our balance back? For example, what if you're spending 70 or 80 hours a week at work? Your mind, your body, your family, they're getting short-sheeted. And if we do that too long, real damage, you know, can be inflicted. You know, it's almost like this tire, this wheel going round and round. If we get a bulge somewhere, eventually we're going to have a blowout, right? So we want a life that's filled with balance, but we want a life that's filled with salt. And so our podcast series is all about salt talks. And that stands for supporting abundant living today and seeking salt in all of our lives and and getting balance back in our lives in five different areas, our mind, our bodies, our family, our finances, the community in which we live in. But But the idea of salt is rooted much deeper than that. And I just wanted to share a few points to ponder about why I chose salt to be the driver behind all that we discover and learn together. Stay with me because I want to share about five points with you that lay the foundation upon which this whole podcast series was built and why it's so important to get our salt back and protect it. It's interesting how salt has been kind of seen throughout history. Don't mistake salt to be this inexpensive, you know, widely available commodity that we can pick up at the supermarket. Its importance shouldn't be overlooked, and it's not that simple. I I love history. I'm a history buff. Uh, I used to teach it, and in world history in particular, um, the first point that I wanted to make was that salt used to be used as currency in ancient times, believe it or not. Did you know that actually the word salary was derived from the word salt? Interesting, you know, because you know, our finances, our jobs and everything is tied to that. It's one of our five pillars when we're starting to talk about, you know, uh, salt in our minds, our bodies, our families, our finances, our community. So, you know, historically, salt was elevated as a method of trade and currency back in ancient times. 
So I thought that was pretty important. I wanted to share with you. So point two, it's actually been a way of giving a compliment over the years. Have you ever heard someone actually described as salt of the earth? That means that that person is a very good person, an honest person, you know, a person worth, you know, listening to, working with, doing business with. It's actually a very endearing compliment to be called salt of the earth. So why wouldn't we want that in our lives, right? That also brought me to thinking about point three that I wanted to make. Sometimes salt is considered good luck in many cultures in the world. In order to get rid of many forms of bad luck, you can take a pinch of salt and throw it over your left shoulder. I'm not really a superstitious person at all. Uh, but if you if you've heard of that or you aspire, you know, to, to that, you know, take a pinch of salt and throw it over your left shoulder for good luck. So the fourth point I wanted to make about salt and why I chose salt is that in its natural form, salt never loses its flavor. As some of the other spices often do, salt doesn't. Consumable salt, like, you know, the mineral compound consists of sodium and chloride. You know, if you remember your periodic tables, right? It is an extremely stable uh, mineral and it cannot lose its flavor or degrade over time like other spices. So that link to the human body, the human body needs sodium and it needs chloride for two very life-giving operations, respiration and digestion. So interestingly, salt is almost life-giving in that we need it for breathing and for living. And without it, we would be unable to do such things like, you know, transporting oxygen, nerve impulses, moving muscles, including the heart. So if really, if you think about it, you know, having salt is a necessity to living life to its fullest. And point number five, maybe the most important one of all for some of us, at least it is for me. When I talk about salt, what does salt represent spiritually? In the Bible, in Matthew chapter five, verse 13, it states that you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. Wow. To be salt means to deliberately seek to influence people in one's life by showing them that unconditional love through our actions, helping to build capacity in others. Maybe when they don't see it in themselves just yet, maybe being salt helps to challenge ourselves and others who are seeking, you know, seek and you will find, knock an open door, find the life that you are desiring, find a life filled with infinite possibilities and adventures beyond our, our wildest dreams. If we have lost our salt in any of those five areas, mind, body, family, finances, and community, we are probably spinning our wheels and wondering why we're not advancing. We're not being proactive in our lives. We're not passionate, most likely, about the life that we're living. And many of us, quite frankly, are just existing. Don't just exist. Live. This is our one and only life. And it is worth stirring up the gifts inside of us so we can share that with others. I wanted to share a quick story. Um, I, I think I mentioned earlier, I was, I was a teacher and, and teaching my goodness, you know, we're, you're, you're either called to it or, or you're not, we don't do it for the money, but, you know, teaching is just such a beautiful call. 
and it's a beautiful calling. But it's also one of those careers where you can easily lose your salt. Teachers, you know, are often teachers for 20 years at minimum, and then they can retire. Some retire at 25 or whatever. But I've had the privilege of working with teachers my whole life from a leadership role. And of course, I, I, I did teach myself. But when I was actually leading groups of teachers, I noticed that there were many at times that were at year eight or nine or 10 that had just gotten burned out. You know, sometimes it happens earlier, sometimes for others a little bit later. But, you know, if you're right there stuck in the middle and you can't retire till 20 years and you're just halfway in, what do you do? A lot of times they're just existing until retirement because they can't really retire because they're not fully invested to get their retirement. And so they they live an, an existence where, where they're tired or bored or frustrated. And, you know, if honest, sometimes that existence, you know, we pass that on to the people that are around us. You know, think about it. I, I know when I was growing up and, you know, being in certain classes and with certain teachers, whether it was, you know, grade school or college or, or whatever, I remember thinking growing up with some teachers that were absolutely on fire. They were filled with salt right? You love them. They loved you because you just, I mean, you were inspired. You were inspired by what they did and how they did it. And then, then there were those other classes that you were in with teachers that you think, why were they even teaching? I don't even think they like kids. And I'm just here to say that I believe it's those, those teachers that just lost their salt. And if there was a way that we could inspire and help others to get their salt back, you know, that just bubbles over and out to the people that they affect and teach. And, you know, I was really blessed at uh, a part in a time in my life where actually I worked with teachers uh, that were in that same, in that bucket of which we talk about. And we actually did some exercises and we implemented some of the the steps that, that we're going to be talking about through our podcast series. And we had some pretty awesome results with those professionals who got their salt back and went on to do amazing things uh, with their peers and with the students that they were leading. So as I'm sitting here, as I'm pondering those five points of why salt, I have another, I have a bonus. I have a bonus, a a number six point. Salt has to be mined just like every other mineral. And it's a process to mine salt and it takes time. It has to be extracted right from stone deposits or salty waters. It is a process. The process can produce some interesting landscapes. If you've ever Googled it, you know, you know, mining salt and, you know, it creates some deep caverns, sometimes these multicolored um, pools and, and designs, you know, within the earth and, and they're different. So just like when we're mined and refined and we go through the hard work to get our salt back, think of all the beauty that we will see in ourselves. Think about the journey that we can paint along the way, the multiple colors and shapes and sizes and how we will, once we get our salt back, how we will positively impact the lives of others around us as we have gone through the process ourselves. So essentially finding our salt takes work and it takes effort daily, but helping others find it too, that takes time, but it is such an effort worth pursuing. So during Salt Talks, during our time together in this podcast series, we're going to share true life stories together. We're going to listen to interviews. We're going to hear testimonies. And together, we're going to inspire each other to find balance in all areas of our mind, body, family, finances, and community. And together, we're going to all get our salt back.
getting your salt back takes a lot of inner work and we're all social animals and we need our own kind to thrive. And this is why for a special treat, I have invited my family, my fam bam for salt talks, fam bam style. So I wanted to introduce my family. I've got Chelsea Blue, Brookie Poo, MP, and Gabe the Babe, or the baby as we know him. And sometimes, sometimes when he desires to uh, grace us with his presence, we will have the Bobby dude, the dude of all the Bobbies and the love of my life for the past 36 years, um, my husband, Bobby. Let's start with Chelsea Blue. Hello, I am Chelsea Blue. My name is Chelsea Stefik. I am the typical first child, uh, the rule follower, the planner and organizer, and the perfectionist. Um, I'm 33. I've been married eight years to my husband, Jared, and we have two beautiful kiddos, five-year-old Lane. Um, he's our son and three-year-old daughter, Rory. And I am just constantly learning how to get my salt back in my life. And I'm just so excited to be here and do this with my family. My name is Brooke DeBose, a.k.a. Brookie Poo. I am the second child, the one who likes to test the waters. I'm 30 years old, currently living uh, the football life in East Texas with my husband of eight years, Adam, and our two children, Faith, who is seven, and Graceland, who is three. I am personally working to get my own salt back. Let's be real. Let's have fun. And let's do this together. Howdy. I'm Michael Rollert. I'm the third child of four. However, I was the first to walk straight out of the womb at 10 seconds old. I'm, 20, I'm 25. I've been married for two and a half years to my wife, Morgan. Uh, we have two fur babies, a silver lab and a golden doodle. No kids yet. I uh, don't know a stranger. I love to crack jokes and not having a filter over my mouth. I uh, have a taxidermy business in Texas and soon to be a part of a meat processing uh, addition as well. Uh, this is great, but it does require a lot of challenges and ups and downs, which is where the salt talks can come in handy. Yo, 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 it's your boy, Gabe the Babe. Uh, I think I get that name because I'm the baby. Um, my real name is Gabriel Brewster Rollert. I am 24. I actually just moved to South Carolina last year, and then I'm going to be moving to North Carolina soon, so I'm on the move. I uh, work for a great steel company and I'm going through a little bit of salt my own with, you know, traveling, being the only kiddo outside of the state. And I have a fur baby who's sitting right next to me and his name is Duke. And I can't wait to take this journey on. Thank you to my beautiful fam bam. So anyway, this journey is, is going to take us all together, um, coming at you from multiple generations. And that's uh, kind of on, on point and on purpose, because I think uh, there's so much that, oh gosh, we've experienced through, through our, our years together. And we try to keep things lighthearted. We try to have fun. We try to love, you know, unconditionally. Uh, we try to be passionate about all that we do. And I think that we will hopefully be able to, you know, connect on multiple, you know, levels. And as we all try to, to get our salt back and get balance in our lives, in all areas, in our, in our body, in our mind, in our family, in our finances, and within our own communities. And as part of every fam bam, we will play nitwit trivia. And now let's play Nitwit Trivia. 
And I thought today, because, you know, we've got the four, we've got two of the oldest, the girls actually um, are graduates of Texas Lutheran University, go Bulldogs. Um, so, and we've got the boys who are graduates of Texas A&M University, go Aggies. <laughs> like so freshly graduated, you know. <laughs> yes, you did, Michael. Sorry, a couple of victory laps, a couple of victory laps. <laughs> <laughs> but you also own a business, um, a good uh, business and a, an acreage and, and all, all that good stuff, all, all to be uh, shared later on. OK, so we're going to have a game with the girls against the boys, Bulldogs against the Aggies. And um, we've got categories to choose from. All right. So ladies first. Well, your your categories are and you can choose your category, but you can't choose your question. So your categories are going to be general trivia, food and drink trivia, entertainment trivia, sports trivia, or kid friendly. You get to decide what your category is. You're going to get three questions. And there's only one rule for today. You can only have one from the kid friendly group. Yeah, I don't qualify for that. (laughs) <laughs> um, so so me and gabe are on the same team we get our own uh category or we each get a separate question you you each you you have your own category so t- you together are working together and okay. y'all can talk to one another Game you can over. actually say final answer is whatever that is and, Perfect. and then you know you're going to spit out final answer is and that will be whether it is it is right or wrong uh because i have all the answers nice. so do we want to flip a coin? Do we want to say ladies no, first? No, ladies first. Absolutely. You All know, right. so chivalry is not dead. <laughs> Even in the family. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> general food and drink, entertainment, sports, or kid-friendly. And play along with us, uh, you in the audience. See if you know these answers, too. And now let's play Knitwit Trivia. What do you think, Brooke? Kid-friendly? Kid-friendly. That's Dude. bogus. That's absolute bogus. Kim friendly, Mandy. It's only the first. We can only have one. Remember. Okay. All righty. All righty. All righty. Name the colors that are in the rainbow. Red. Red. Are, is, are you are you answering or are you? Uh, we're talking it out. Okay. Red. Red. Green. Green. Yellow. Blue. Blue. I'm going to steal. No, no. <laughs> we got this one, Michael. Gabe, they don't know the rhythm. Let's think about, <laughs> let's think about the primary colors. <laughs> yes. Primary yes, the colors. Primary. Okay. Red. Red. Because that's going to help make orange. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yellow. Colors of the rainbow. <laughs> Is blue green? Well, we got green. a timer, Mandy. Yeah, okay, timer yes, I we do have to have a timer. About five seconds left. Five, four. <laughs> go with the primary colors, Chelsea. Three. All right, two, let's go. Go, you say. One. It. All right. <laughs> Here we go. All right. No, can we steal? Can we? No, oh no, no, okay. no steals. Answer okay, it, red. lady. Final answer. Red. That's bing, it? bing, 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 bing. Blue. Bing, 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 bing. Yes. Yellow. Yes. Green. Three, two, one. Game over. Green, Y'all got green, this wrong, guys. Yes. Green. 
There's no shot you're giving them points for this. Yeah. They're still saying that they're still she's saying. She's literally guessing as she's ding, going. ding, ding, ding. She's Googling. I can see it. Okay. Are we done? <laughs> we give up? Yes. Can yeah. I? Yes. That's can it. I interject? Can we hit that Roy G. Biv? Roy G. Biv, baby. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dang. Yeah. <laughs> Roy G. Biv. We've been out of school for <laughs> Hey, Michael just finished. Michael, I know. Of course, Michael would know this. He's closest to the school. No, I learned that like in kindergarten or something. It, it is Roy G. Biv. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. Y'all weren't colors. even close. Primary <laughs> colors. What are we doing? Okay. Okay. Um, no, no points. <laughs> no points. No points. That's no a story points. for later. Yeah, okay. that's a story we'll have to share. All right. The boys, the Aggies. What did we want? General, well, food and drink, entertainment, sports, or kid friendly? Gabe, yeah, we know food and drinks gonna be canes is the answer. I probably. know, but like the way I just heard that question makes me that's that's like free points on the table. Well, let's take it. Let's take that. Kid friendly. Kid friendly. Kid friendly for 20. Spank one on the board first. <laughs> kid friendly. Who is the patron saint of Ireland? Brother. This is supposed to be for an Aggie question? Okay, what kind of kid is going to know this answer? <laughs> patron saint of Ireland. Green leprechaun, saint uh, clover. St. Patrick. It's St. Yeah, Patrick. That's it, yeah, dude. It's St. Like Patrick. We threw yeah. him out. We came to yeah, we, yeah, we just tried to confuse y'all like we didn't know what it was. But you have St. Patty's Day. It's, yeah, it's, final it's, answer all day. It's St. Patrick. Ding, yeah. ding, ding, ding. That Whoa. is correct. One, one point for the boys. And Giggle Maggies. No points for the Bulldogs. Just trying to give y'all a little I, confidence. I totally pulled the brook. I thought that we were... <laughs> we were just, overthinking it. No, no, no. I just realized that this game was not a kid-friendly question about Aggies. Like... <laughs> I thought, no. or bulldogs. I thought this is just in general. Okay, that makes things a little better. We're good. Okay. Oh, that was a brookism. It was. I was wow. like, all right, back to the ladies, okay. back to the bulldogs. General, no more kid friendly. So you have general, food and drink, entertainment, and sports. Food and drink. Food and drink. Yeah. Food and drink. Amanda. Food, food and drink. All right, here we go. What is the common name for dried prunes. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do it. You didn't do that. <laughs> ding, I gave the answer. So sorry. Ding, ding, ding. Next, next question. Next question. What is the rarest M&M color? What is the rarest M&M color? Ooh. Gabe, it's not for us. Don't answer. I think I it's know. yellow, Chelsea, or red. Or blue. 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 So you want to go with blue? Mm -hmm. Blue. Final answer. It's brown. Oh. I was going to say. Oh, that. wow. I didn't know there oh. was an, 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 yeah. I didn't know one there was that, a shortage. I thought there was equal. <laughs> we are seeing where the jeans went inside the family. <laughs> After okay. the girls. Okay. All right. Guys, general Did gotten the other answer. Food and drink, entertainment, or sport. The sports game. We can do that or just general. I'm kind of curious to see what general is. I'm down for either one. Well, we're gonna be asked all of them. Well, okay, let's do let's do sports. Yeah, let's go ahead and get another point. All right. 
I can hardly say this out loud. Don't say the answer first. I'll try not to. Dump, floater, and wipe are terms used in which sport? The roller sport. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> these are, these are the, the roller bathroom habits. Yeah, that yeah. is the roller bathroom story right there. I never heard it. We would score 100 points in that game. <laughs> I could score 100 myself. What do you mean? Okay, we know a floater is like a basketball. You just floated it out there. Okay, sorry. I really got distracted with the bathroom terms. <laughs> Ask one more time, please. Dump, floater, and wipe are terms used in which team sport? Well, you team also dump like a, like a tight end dump. That's a, that's a football. A floater, but you don't throw a floater. I guess you could, you could throw float a floater. One in the corner. I, mean, I can see that. What's I the last one? Wipe? Wipe. What are we wiping? Um, wipe. Wipe. Let's just try to throw us off. It's a it's a team sport. You said. Mm-hmm. Fifteen oh. seconds. Oh whoa! Now we got a timer. Okay. Wipe. What do we want? Um, dump. Don't be cheating. Ten seconds. It could be volleyball, Gabe. They're trying to throw us off. I think they were. They, she might be. But you Wipe. don't ever say dump in volleyball. Five, you dump it off. Four. And you float it over three, the net. Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's let's do it. Do it. It's, okay. it's gotta be. She's Volleyball. trying to trick us. It's all mind games. Volleyball. Volleyball. Final answer. Volleyball is correct. Oh <laughs> yes. What was the wipe? What are you wiping? Yeah, what? I've never <laughs> You'll have to Google that, MP. Um I can't give away all the volleyball terms. Ooh. Wipe. We didn't get sucked into the men's sports there. See, oh. it's it's all mind games. What's the score? Please remind me. I forgot. Two to O. <laughs> Bulldog zero and the Aggies. Thank two. you, thank you. I appreciate um, that. All right. Playing each other uh, in SEC, we just make that booty. <laughs> Bulldogs. You've got general food and drink, entertainment or sports. General. <laughs> general. General sounds good. Let's try it. General sounds good. Okay. Need to bring Faith and Lane and Roy in for this one. Damn, that ain't no joke. Get out of town. All right. Here's your question. What does www stand for in a website browser? World Wide Web. Oh my goodness. Final woo, answer. Woo, woo, woo. That is correct. Brookie Boo. World Wide yeah. Web. Okay, so we're yeah. we're playing sympathy games now, huh? Okay. And did you know what it was? I did, yes. I did not. <laughs> I thought she was going with WWE right smackdown like wrestling as well. It's like WWJD, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? <laughs> All right. Aggies, general, food and drink, entertainment, or sports? General towels, so's. General, please. What punctuation mark ends oh. an imperative sentence? Okay, see, now they're going to get us. Okay, imperative. <laughs> I'm thinking like. I'm not like English was not my you're, no no like <laughs> impaired. You're, yeah, <laughs> you're, no, that's right. You're you're hung up. You can't go any further, so you hit it with a comma. It ends an imperative sentence. What yeah. punctuation okay. mark ends an imperative sentence? Well, if you think about it, Michael, you can't you can't end the sentence. Like, what can you end a sentence with? A period, 
or a colon, really. So I'm thinking exclamation point. It could be an exclamation point. What else? But Question mark. Imperative's throwing me off. Google me. What is that? Apparently, it's impaired. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If it were enthusiastic, she's throwing these big words in there. That's not a big word. It's imperative. a general term. Imperative. Gabe, I'm filling a semicolon, dude. Ten seconds. Semicolon. Semicolon's the dot dot, right? Yeah. Dot. No, 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 no. It can't be the other one, Michael. I, I don't the think. Dot comma one. No, no. You can't end a <laughs> sentence with that. You can't end a sentence with that. Yes, you can. Y'all are over there laughing like y'all know what it is, and I know you don't. Five seconds. It's got to be a colon. It's got to be a colon. Throw it out. My what do you think? You want to throw it out. Three, do you want semicolon or do you want colon? Two. My one. colon is flushed. Need an answer. Aggies need go, an game. answer. I'm going to go with a colon. A puncture mark, punctuation mark that ends an imperative sentence. What is your final answer, Aggies? Cape said a colon. Colon. Oscopy. Colonoscopy, yeah. <laughs> okay, women. Well, what is it? Hold on, hold on. What are these laughers over here? What is it? Just laughing at the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> There's two options. A period. Okay, well, we didn't get that. Point. It was no. exclamation part. Gosh. <laughs> with All a right. dot with a comma? <laughs> You can't end the sentence with a semicolon. I know that, right? You can't, can't end the sentence with a colon either. You can't end the, no, you can't. You oh. cannot end the sentence well, with can, a colon. you can, and you may get points off, but you can't. Sees <laughs> <laughs> get degrees. Yeah. <laughs> we, we know this for a fact. Okay, all right. So, ultimately, the Aggies win today with a score of 2-1 to one against the, the, the fighting uh uh, Tulu Bulldogs. Um, so, as just, the we just let y'all win, so that uh-huh. you know false good. false sense of security. So as the as the boys are celebrating their win and the girls are kind of licking their wounds and plotting their revenge, I want to thank you for joining us today for just our our introduction um, to Salt Talks Fam Bam style. So if you were moved by today's episode, I would love it if you would subscribe to this podcast and uh, write a review. If you absolutely, you know, loved hearing about what we're going to be talking about, don't forget to subscribe to my channel. I'd love to hear from you. See you next time. Thanks for listening to The Amanda Rollard Show, a podcast to get your salt back. Share this episode with a friend and tag us on Instagram. See you next time.